All right, welcome Roster Wars to the fourth installment of the United Nations Rookie Summit. I'm your host Corbin, along with hosts Ross and Tyler. How are we doing, boys? Fantastic. Fantastic. That's funny. I said first. Jinx. <laughs> Tyler with his harem fleek, Ross with the Jets sweatshirt per usual. As always. Yeah, it's good to be back, boys. Tyler, put the hard hat back on. Like I said, we're talking about a working class position group this week. Edge rushers, so Tyler didn't come to play. There, it's on. Yeah, very nice. Lovely. And we are going to be having a special commercial in between our breaks here. Are we not? Are we going to get that in there? Yeah. This is the uh, Martinsville Marauders logo. It's also right here. You got sweatpants too? Underwear? I, I could. I could get them. I don't have them yet. Okay. Well, those are on back order. Get me a pair of underwear. I'll take that. That has I'll to do with all the hockey in Martinsville. We'll just put it through like the Ross Wars Bank. Have Andy send some of my bank to you. Just give me the underwear. I'll reimburse you. I'm sure I'll love that. There, that will hold my hair good. There we go. Yeah, perfect. It looks great. All right. Well, um, let's get into it, guys. What? Well, I just whisper. No, my 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 receiving hairlines. It's, it's not even bad. You're fine. Look at my me. My forehead never used to be this big. I'm like 15 years younger than you, and look at mine. Mine's bad. I know that's pretty bad. Oh, yeah, I don't have a lot of time to go with that, honestly. Probably another two, three years, I'm just gonna zip it all off. Go, Mister Clean. You can try hair but plugs. Dude, it's too expensive. I know somebody who did it. It cost him, I think, like 15 grand, and he has to get it done like every couple of years. I don't know if you follow poker, but Daniel Negreanu, he uh, he was balling really bad, and then all of a sudden he just, like, everybody's like, oh, you got hair now. <laughs> I don't know if he well, did hair plugs or what he did, but he's got a full set of hair now, and he, it's all brown. Like, I think he dyes it all his beard, everything. It's pretty funny. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking, like a couple of months ago, I mentioned to my girlfriend, like, well, it's time we have this talk. I'm going to be going bald. When can I zip this off? She's like, no, you can't. Like, we got to wait. Like, you can't do it just yet. And she's been looking into all these stupid, like, remedies and shit. And I'm like, no, like, not going to work. And then she'll look at, like, TikToks. And she's like, well, Machine Gun Kelly, he got a hair transplant. Like, showing me all these before and after pictures. And he definitely got a fucking hair transplant because his hairline is on point now. And she's like, well, if you think about it, like, girls get Botox or, like, a boob job or something. Like, you could just get, like, a hair transplant. I'm like, mm, I'm probably just going to zip it all off. Seems a little too sophisticated you, for me. You tell her when she gets a boob job, you'll get the hair transplant. Yeah, that's a good trade. I'm down. That just upgrades all around for me. <laughs> it's not going to be nice for my wallet, though. That's for damn sure. Probably wouldn't go over good with her. I'd pay for the boob job. I don't know about the, the hair transplant. That's fine. Yeah, but she'd probably be like, what's wrong with my boobs now? And then be mad at you. And then you wouldn't get <sighs> it. For a Still too small. Like, we might need to go back to the doctor. Jesus. She doesn't no, watch I'm... these, does she? No, definitely not. <laughs> She's game for it. So maybe one day we'll get there. Got some saving to do. So 
But anyways, let's hop into it, guys. Like I said, we're going to be talking about some of the edge rushers. Last week, we discussed the off-ball linebackers. These are more of like the the strong side, outside linebacker, defensive end guys. So a little bit of a mixed bag, some like smaller guys, a little bit of some bigger guys, like some speed and power rushers here, but mostly want to target like those pass rushing types. So today we've got five guys to discuss. We'll start with Will Anderson. Uh, we have Tyree Wilson, Miles Murphy, Lucas Finesse, and Nolan Smith. Then we'll each rank ours and give a sleeper per usual. So let's kick it off with Will Anderson, debatably one of the best players in this draft, if not the best defensive player, especially now that Jalen Carter's been falling. But he's coming out of Alabama, 21 years old, junior coming out. He is six foot three, 253 pounds. Um, he did run a 40 at the combine, but no explosive or agility testing. So I couldn't get a RAS score on him, but he ran a 4.640. So not too bad for an edge rusher. Uh, last year he had 51 total tackles, 24 solo, 27 assisted one pass breakup, 10 sacks and interception for a touchdown as well. But 2021 was his real big year. He had 101 total tackles, 57 solo, 44 assisted, three pass breakups, and 17 and a half sacks. And I know that he was kind of like on the fringe for making the Heisman. And last year, I was, I obviously had my eye on Aiden Hutchinson. People were saying that Will Anderson is going to be even better. He had more, a more productive season than Aiden Hutchinson did last year. So eyeballs have been on him this entire year. And a little bit of a downtick in production this year, but he's still an elite prospect coming into the draft. Yeah, he's been ready since, like I said, last year. And you just get these guys sometimes where the where you wonder if the NFL should open up the rules a wee bit more. And just because he's just ready, ready for the NFL last year. I don't even care if it was a downtick in production. Like you've seen how good he was in the previous year. And he's just, he gets an obscene amount of pressure on the quarterback like in many different ways as well. He's not just like a one-trick pony. And he just looked like a man amongst boys. And that's at Alabama. That's at like the, the one of the best schools in, in college. He's, he's, his hands are so powerful. But the thing like I love most about him is contact balance. You think about contact balance as a running back. But when he's rushing the passer and someone gives him a wee ding, someone gives him a chip block or something like that, he just runs straight through it like nothing's ever happened. And he's just so strong, so powerful, and he looks really fast as well. And he can do it in a lot of different ways. And he's like far and away the best player in this draft for me. At yeah. age rusher. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's definitely yeah. more of that um like a three, four kind of outside linebacker type. Um not one to really put the hand in the ground and be able to contain the edge because he is a little bit on the smaller side. He's not terrible as a run defender, but that's definitely an area that he needs to improve on. He's more of a specialized pass rusher. And I mean, he wins with speed and power. He's got a great first step. He can go inside and out. He's got the dip. He's got a good pass rushing repertoire, a lot, a lot of different moves that he can beat you with. So, I mean, he's definitely the most wa mouthwatering pass rusher in this draft for me. I like him a lot. I think it's a no brainer that he's going to be going top five. I'm kind of hoping in a way that he can slip to the Lions at number six, but might be really? a little bit of a pipe dream. He should be the first defensive player taken off the board this year in the NFL draft. Yeah, I, I'm surprised you say he's not a good run defender, though, because by all scouting reports, he's great against the run. Uh, everything I've seen, like, I mean, he's obviously an athletic beast, 
he's uh like you guys said he just powers through everybody right uh, i guess that's why they nicknamed him terminator but um one thing i was from watching his film and a lot of the scouting reports like his instincts and technique are what are far and above everybody else so i mean i mean these guys are hard to judge right now right but like everything i was reading was saying like and and watching like the film it's that's what sets him apart you know what i mean no and i don't think that he's a bad run defender it's just if there is a room to improve that it would be in run defense because in terms of a pass rusher, he's got everything down, you know, not a lot of critiques that I can give him, but the one game that I've kind of seen highlighted as probably one of his weakest of the season was against Tennessee. He was going up Darnell Wright, who's quickly rose up draft boards. He was kind of like a second round guy, but now he's almost no questions asked a first round offensive tackle and Darnell Wright just beat the hell out of him. I mean, he could not get past him. He is a bigger tackle. So that's something that, he, something that he might struggle with bigger tackles at the NFL level, because I mean, there's plenty of Darnell rights in the NFL. It could be a little bit of a slow start. So he does win with speed and power, but Darnell Wright just, he won the day. I mean, I don't know if he was just having an off one or what was happening, if it might've been part of Alabama's scheme, but at the same time, he just got dominated by him. So it's just something to look out for. And when you have prospects that are this good, I mean, you're really just nitpicking to find anything because no one's ever a perfect prospect. So I would say that he could be a little bit stronger. He's just not like a 270 pound defensive end. Um, who's going to be an elite edge setter, you know, stopping the run stopper as well, but pass rushing. I mean, it's all there, man. So he's a great prospect. Yeah, he's some of the best guys in the NFL as well. I think of Von Miller. He's obviously going to the hall of fame. He's a little bit smaller as well. So you don't necessarily need to be that 270-pound guy. I think there's some guys in this class who are, um, are, well, I think everyone else pretty much in this class is a projection. Um, but he's, like like I said, ready ready to go start a plug-and-play, and he'll be one of the best rushers in the NFL, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. Will Anderson is about as can't-miss of a prospect as it gets in this year's draft, especially when you got Jalen Carter, who was the other guy who was arguably the number one who has his off-the-field issues. So he's kind of cemented himself in that spot. Although the next guy we're going to talk about, Tyree Wilson, I've heard rumors that the Cardinals really like him at number three. So there is a small chance that he takes a little bit of a tumble to five or six. So but we'll be we'll see about that in like a month or so, about exactly a month actually today. Uh, but yeah, talking about Tyree Wilson here, he's the next guy on the list. Almost, almost uncompeted for that number two best defensive player in the draft now. I mean, obviously Jalen Carter's up there. There was a debate between him and Miles Murphy for a little while, but it looks like Tyree Wilson has started to pull away from him a bit to establish him as that, you know, second defensive end off of the board. But he's coming out of Texas Tech. He's 22 and he is a senior coming out. He stands six foot five, 271 pounds. So a little bit of a longer, uh, bulkier version of Will Anderson. Um, he only benched at the combine. He's recovering from a foot injury. So we don't have any 40s like speed, agility, explosion scores or anything like that to determine his athleticism. But if you watch the tape, I mean, he's got it all pretty nice first step. 
Um, last year, he had 61 total tackles, 36 solo, and 25 assisted. He had seven sacks and a forced fumble. And then in 2021, 37 total tackles, 25 solo, 12 assisted, a pass breakup, and seven sacks. So pretty consistent season. I mean, if you're getting seven sacks in college, I mean, that's not bad by any means. Um, but steady Eddie for his junior and senior year, and he's a good prospect to look at coming out too. He'll definitely be going in the top 10, if not the top five. You see, you can you just look at him like physically, and you can see how he's going to be. NFL teams are going to fall in love with him. Like he's got that uh, long arms that just sort of hang down when he's uh, a stand-up edge rusher, um, and he towers over everyone. And I think he got by um, a lot on just superior athleticism at the college level. I mean, he's so strong, and he's just stronger than everyone. And he uses these sort of long arms to sort of bull rush and use his power to, to just walk the tackle back into the, the backfield. Um, and he done that, that so often that I don't think he developed any more moves than that. So that's the one thing I would say is that he doesn't have sort of more refined sort of he's meshed a repertoire of pass rush moves um, because he didn't need to really. Um, and I think he might need to, at the next level, develop some more than that. Um, so we'll still need to wait about that. Um, but he, yeah, when you look at it, you see that he got seven sacks and he's not got like the double digit sacks and then as a top 10 player that you maybe want, there was a lot of production behind that. He's like, he got over 50 pressures as well. So he just struggled a bit to turn those pressures into sacks um, at an elite level. But overall, I don't think there's any problems with the production there. I just think his best is yet to come. He's just a, a lot more of an athlete right now um, than a refined pass rusher. But He's likely one top ten, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reading uh, a lot of scouting reports on him, and he—he the only issue he has is because he's such a big body, he doesn't have the dip, you know, that he mm-hmm. he needs to work on that. But um, with that big body, he's he's got the ability to easily get around guys. So, I I was seeing. Uh, Quite a, a few comparisons to uh, Matt Judon with him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it, it kind of like Ross always goes before me and says exactly what I was going to say. Sorry. So, you can go to the next. No, it's okay. I just, it, yeah. No. So, yeah, everything Ross said is, is kind of like, yeah, like, it's spot on. Um, yep. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of this guy, though, but I don't know of. I don't see I don't see what makes him better in the college. I don't see it going to the NFL. You know what I mean? Unless he improves a lot on some of the things like 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 Ross was saying, like he doesn't really need any like tactical moves to do anything. He's just getting around guys, right? Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't get that in the NFL without working on the other stuff first. Yeah, yeah I'm well, in a similar boat. Do you do you like him, Corbin? You seem like you you like Tyree Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I do, but I agree with you. I still think that he is pretty raw, and he relies on that bull rush as his primary way of rushing the passer. So, I mean, going speed to power, like, it's nice. Like, it's not the best first step in the world. So that's definitely something that you want to work on, something that's going to make it easier for him to win. I kind of see him as more of like a 
you know, kind of the opposite of Will Anderson in some ways. Like he's not the worst pass rusher in the world, but he definitely needs to improve on it. You know, adding some more moves into his bag, a little, a couple more tools that he can utilize there. But as a run defender, I mean, he's got the length, he's got the size to just stymie any tackle and set that edge. He could play inside and out. I mean, 270 pounds. I mean, that's an ideal size for like a four, three defensive end. He's a true edge setter, a def or like a kind of like a bookend on the the defensive yeah. line there. So I like that, and I do think that there's a lot of areas that he can improve his game still. So with the you know the talent that's already in place and the potential that he has shown, you know if a coach can work on him on some of those pass rushing moves, he could be one of the best players in this draft. Far yeah. from a perfect prospect, but. You know, he's he's definitely he could walk in day one and be a starter for any NFL team. Yeah, I did read like he that he's exceptional at shedding the block and, and getting off mm-hmm. the tackle and stuff. Um and avoiding being chipped and stuff. So that's that's a positive for him, I guess, you know. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. I mean, like you said though, like being able to kind of get that bend around the edge, he's got a little bit stiffer hipped and he just relies too much on that bull rush and defensive tackles in the or the offensive tackles in the NFL are going to sniff that out real quick. It's not going to be as consistent for him, and it might not work out the same way that it did in college, especially going against some of the competition that he went against throughout college. It's not like, you know, the strongest offensive lineman compared to NFL players, obviously. So definitely something that he's got to work on still, but still a very, very good prospect. And I'm excited to see what team he goes to. Should be a starter day one. Yeah, let's talk about another guy who was uh, compared to him pretty early in the process here, but is now starting to tumble down some draft boards, and that's Miles Murphy out of Clemson. He's 21 years old. Um, He also did not do anything really at the combine other than bench. He's recovering from a hamstring injury, so no RAS score for any of these guys so far. But 2022, he had 40 total tackles, 22 solo, 18 assisted. He had two pass breakups, six and a half sacks, and a forced fumble. And then in 2021, he had 37 total tackles, 21 solo, 16 assisted, two pass breakups, seven sacks, and a forced fumble. So statistically, he's kind of right there with uh, Tyree Wilson. Uh, very similar size as well. I think I don't think I mentioned he's 6'4", 268 pounds. So just an inch shorter and three pounds lighter than Tyree Wilson, but very, very similar prospects in my opinion. I don't really understand why, you know, how – Tyree Wilson has separated that much from him because at the beginning I was like, okay, those are going to be the two guys after Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. Yeah. I, uh, I was reading about this guy. He's, uh, you know, he, he's what, uh, he's like, he wants to be an architect. Right. Um, and he's actually, they said he's already started designing like cities, like buildings, like Hmm. sidewalks and stuff for them. I know that. That was kind of an interesting read. But, uh, yeah, I got down. Like, he's an elite run stopper, and he's a bull rusher that, you know, just like Wilson, right? His uh, combination of strength and speed, though, make him a force, which, you know, and he's very comparable to to Wilson, right? But um, the comps I was seeing on him are Jason Pierre-Paul, but he has all his fingers. So, hmm. um, Jason Pierre Paul, but with fingers. 
but it has 10 fingers. Yeah, which is a bonus, right? Like you kind of want to keep all your digits. So, you know, sometimes you need them, sometimes you don't. But uh, that's what she said. Anyway, go on, Ross. Right, I see him as a, like, his burst off the snap is really, really good. And that's his, I see him as, he has a couple of, like, really elite traits, which I like in an edge rusher. And that's his burst. And he's, like, a speed rusher. He has, even though he's got the size, like, he does have, like, the flexibility to bend the edge. And you see that he gets to round the corner really quickly. Um, and I think that's truly unique for a guy of his size. Um, and I, I really see the traits um, that can make him up there um, as one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. He, he's sort of came into the league as a, or came into the college as like a five-star recruit. And he started as a freshman and like last, or his 2021 season was really good as well. And I think people were expecting him to take that next leap and be like closer to Will Anderson. Um, but he didn't. And not that he was bad, like you, you rattled off the stats. He had a good season, but he just wasn't, like elite, elite, um, and I think that's why maybe there's less of a buzz on him, um, and obviously maybe not running the combine, um, he didn't have enough opportunity to show off that um, elite speed and athleticism that I think he does. I still reckon he goes in the first round for sure, probably the top half of the first round. Um, I really like him as a player, to be honest, even though he's probably the second best rusher in Clemson um, at the moment, but he's got those traits that make him like a a really strong projection and could be like an elite edge rusher in the NFL, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, being that five-star recruit and getting playing time at Clemson, I know they've fallen off, I guess you could say since Trevor Lawrence left, but I mean, Clemson's still a really good team and to be able to be a starter instantly. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. So, I mean, he's got the pedigree to be a good player he's still kind of right neck and neck with Tyree Wilson. In my opinion, I would say that he's not quite, you know, the, the tone setter and against the run as Tyree Wilson is, but he is a little bit smaller. And I do think he has a little bit of a quicker first step. There are some times like when I was just watching highlights and stuff, he was a little slower to get off the line, but that bull rush is just crazy. It's just, you know, whenever you have a guy that's like that, that doesn't have, you know, all the pass rushing tools that you see some of these guys in the NFL have, it's just, it can be concerning because guys can figure that out real quick. You're not going to be winning with exclusively a bull rush in the NFL. So I think there's always going to be a place for him in the NFL, even if he doesn't reach the heights. Cause I really think that bend around the edge is something you can't really teach. It's like, you need to have that athleticism sort of in your bones. Um, and yeah, I think that would be a coveted trait. Um, so I can see him um, lasting a, a relatively long time, even if he doesn't hit the heights, still still be around maybe as a specialist pass rusher for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that he he has a little bit more of a ceiling than Tyree Wilson does in terms of being an edge rusher, you know, rushing the passer specifically. But he is a little bit shorter, you know, like I don't have like arm links or anything, but I mean, you could just tell like Tyree Wilson's just like a tall, lanky guy. He can extend those arms and get off of a blocker pretty easily. And I saw Miles Murphy struggle with that a little bit more. So they are very, very close. So again, just nitpicking here. I do think that he's going to be a top 15 player, undoubtedly a first rounder. So, I mean, when you got a guy like that who can kind of do it all, who's just a very well-rounded defensive end, that's an asset for any team. You know, a lot of a lot of teams are kind of going to these like speed rush guys. 
that can get swallowed up by NFL tackles and they just rely on speed. But I mean, he's a great athlete. I know we don't have like the exact testing numbers in front of us, but there's plenty of ways that he can win at the NFL level and contribute to fantasy football too. just, you know, having a guy that can penetrate, he can go inside and out, gobble up some running backs. He just has a little bit more work to do. And, you know, as a pass rusher and an edge rusher, he's still got some ways to go. I, I think I do prefer Tyree Wilson a little bit more than Miles Murphy at this point. But let's move on, get into some of these lower tier guys here that have risen up quite a bit. They're Lucas Vaness and Nolan Smith have been going anywhere from, you know, borderline top 10 picks to the end of the first round. Um, a lot of them have been getting some traction, uh, definitely a lot different players. So we'll start with, uh, Lucas Vaness here. He's coming out of Iowa, 21 years old, redshirt sophomore. He's six foot five, 272 pounds. Finally, we get some Raz numbers here. He scored a 9.38 out of 10, a four, five, eight, 40 yard dash. He's got elite agility and pretty good explosive scores too. Uh, last year, he had 36 total tackles, 18 solo and 18 assisted for six and a half sacks. In 2021, he had 33 total set tackles for 17 solo, 16 assisted, a pass breakup and seven sacks. And he wasn't even a full-time starter at Iowa, but to see that production, you know, maybe not getting as much playing time as a Miles Murphy or a Tyree Wilson, it's definitely very interesting. He's a bigger guy, so he can bump in and out, a, you know, defensive tackle on third down, and he could he could be a three-down player playing first and second down on the edge. So he's definitely an enticing pro prospect. I just don't really know what to think of him as much as, you know, Murphy or Tyree Wilson. It's difficult to project um, when he didn't play as much as the other guys. Um, and he's he's obviously he's only played sort of one one year. He wasn't even full time, mm -hmm. but he's, he's sort of one year as a as a rotational player at a defensive end. Like he was an interior guy before that, and I think that's where he he shows how good he is against the run. Um, he plays with um, sort of good strong, strong, good strong, good strength at the point of attack, and he sort of gets underneath people, um, and then he's able to then just do well in the run game. But he uses that in the as a pass rusher as well. Like he's a, a speed to power guy. I think a lot of these guys are. Uh, and he just bull rushes is really good. Um, but yeah, we, we've not seen it on a consistent level for even more than one year. And as a sort of full-time starter, I think that's the, the knock on him is that he doesn't, um, he wasn't a starter in college. But I think the, the excuses are that the Iowa doesn't, really work like that and if you're a senior then you get priority um, over the underclassmen but yeah he's a traits over production guy at the moment um, and I really like some of the traits that he does have and he's got that stereotypical motor for a, a white edge rusher that um, just never gives up when he's even when he's like being dominated by a, a, a lineman um, you see him like in pursuit chasing the running back or whatever down I, I, I like mm -hmm. that aspect of him mm -hmm. yep I agree. That's something that I had as well. His pursuit and his motor, he just doesn't give up on plays, which is really nice to see. Very balanced edge rusher, very similar to Miles Murphy and Tyree Wilson in terms of size and, you know, that versatility to bump inside and out. Um, but another guy who is very bull rush reliant, he doesn't have a whole bunch of pass rushing moves that he uses. That's something he's going to have to work on. But it does kind of concern me that, you know, if that's even if that is Iowa's MO is to 
let seniors play or, you know, more senior players get their playing time. If he was really that much better than they would have fit him in the lineup full time. And that kind of concerns me for fantasy, because if you are just a rotational player, whether he's coming in like first and second down and then coming out on third down to let some of those speedier guys get a chance to rush the passer, then, you know, that's just one less play every single set of downs. So that's something that I would like to see that probably will pan out and, you know, his sophomore or junior season in the NFL, you know, once he's two or three years in, then he could be like a three down player, but right off the bat, I don't see a potential for as much usage as you would with miles Murphy and with Tyree Wilson. So there he's definitely still really raw. He's got a lot of room to add on some size. He very well could be, you know, gain another 10, 15 pounds and be a career three tech defensive tackle. But right now he's kind of like an in-betweener. Um, I, I think that he is one of the better guys on the inside as opposed to uh, Murphy and Tyree Wilson. But I think that he might be bound for like a three tech defensive tackle role once he gets a couple of years in the NFL. Yeah, I I mean, he didn't have a career start in college, eh? So it it does say a lot that a lot of people are projecting him to be possibly in the first round. It says a lot about his athletic ability and what they think they can turn him into, right? But uh, from everything I was reading, he's not a very good run stopper at all. And uh, he's, you know, he's relies on his athletic ability to get it done in college. Again, don't know if that's going to work out for him in the NFL, right? So Mm -hmm. do teams want to use a first round pick probably later, you know, a later round uh, on a project like that? That's, it's going to be the question right because they see his athletic ability and they say they see that they can probably maybe possibly turn him into something mm-hmm. so yeah it's a good prospect to uh to watch though yeah i mean there were some times where you would see him struggle to get off blocks but i feel like once he gets that powerful punch down and he can read the backfield he can quick separate from those linemen that's something that can be coached up he is still very raw, but the potential is definitely there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of the better guys in the class, but in terms of fantasy football, just, you know, maybe having to wait a year or two until he turns into a three down player. And, you know, also the potential that he could be used more on the inside. I like somebody who's going to be out on the edge who can kind of, you know, just stymie a tackle, shed the block and then dive into the backfield to clean up for a tackle. Right. Okay. Well, we've got one more prospect to go here, but we are going to take a quick break. And when we are back, we are going to discuss Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Then we'll go through our rankings and give our sleepers out for you guys. Stick around. Okay. We are back. And I hope you all enjoyed that lovely commercial from Tyler blowing up bathrooms. Like it's his job or something. No comment. Oh, yeah. No comment. That's my bathroom. I'm uh it's been like that for a while now because I'm still trying to determine the leak and I might have to wait till summer to to see if it's just the walls bleeding or if it's coming from the outside wall. So 
if anybody's yeah. wondering why I haven't put it back together yet. Yeah, That's why. I was wondering. So thanks for clearing that up. We're going to, well, why would you put something update. back together when you don't know where the moisture or, or the water is coming from? Right. You gotta, yeah. you gotta find out. So. Yeah. You got a point. Guess you'll just live a couple more months in the cluttered bathroom blown up. No, just, exploded. Well, we have three, so and I'm the only one that uses that one. So yeah, I just kind of thought that was funny. That was funny because, you know, lately we've been talking about how to find time to do roster wars and, I always go to the go-to of when you're pooping. So yeah, I thought perfect. make it make people think that I was actually going to the bathroom. Probably well, scared a lot. Like, you're well over 200 posts this month, so you must be taking a bunch of dumps this month. <laughs> you might need to get that checked I'm, out, buddy. I'm just trying to keep up with Legion. <laughs> That's not happening, man. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. <laughs> wake up in the well, morning because it's 50 posts i know yeah one day probably not but maybe but let's hop back into the breakdown here we got one more guy to go and that's going to be nolan smith out of georgia 22 years old senior coming out uh freak athlete who's really rose risen up draft boards kind of like that fringe first round second round kind of guy but after he blew it up at the combine better than tyler did in his bathroom He's a surefire first rounder at this point. He's six foot two, 238 pounds, a little bit undersized, but his RAS score was a 9.22 out of 10. He ran a 4.3940. I think that was the maybe the first or second fastest for somebody of his size for any defensive lineman. I think that um, Jordan Davis was one of them last year. I don't know if he beat him, but 99th percentile. 99th. But yeah, athletically elite explosion. He didn't do any agility tests, but his poor size, you know, six to 200, not even 40 pounds has kind of dinged him a little bit, but he's an elite athlete in terms of speed. Um, most likely the, well, the explosion and the agility are all going to be pretty solid too. Um, but last year he had 18 total tackles, 14 solo, four assisted, a pass breakup and three sacks. And then in 2021, he had 55 total tackles, 31 solo, 24 assisted, a pass breakup, three and a half sacks, three forced fumbles and a pick. So not the most productive edge guy that we have seen, but in the past, we've seen guys who have zero sacks who rise up the the ranks and have that first round capital. So, I mean, athletically, he's got all the tools there. There was the guy out of Penn state, I think last year, or two years ago, was it, was it Arnold Ebiketti or whatever, who had zero sacks and was that was him? Not, uh, Odafe Owe? Was he not uh, the one with zero sacks? Yeah, it was him. You're right. The Ravens took him. Yep. He's the guy. And then there was another guy too. Oh, well, Trayvon Walker. I mean, he wasn't the yeah. most, productive guy yeah. statistically either but athletically he was just a freak so it just goes to shows that teams don't always consider production as you know in terms of like some other positions where they kind of really look at like statistically what they're able to do on the field if they have that athleticism it does translate to the nfl so there's no doubt that he can be a good player i mean he's one of the craziest athletes coming out this year yeah yeah uh... Just a little thin for the position in my mind, but I mean, he's, I mean, that speed is crazy, right? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, he is definitely just a pro, he's going to be a, a project kind of like finesse, but I just, I don't see, I mean, you know, you got freak athletes all over the board, right? Mm -hmm. And 
it's I mean, are they going to develop? That's the question. But he's the I mean, Jaguars, athlete. I mean, Jaguars took Walker over Hutch last year when Hutch was more NFL ready. Mm-hmm. And you could tell like in the stats, you could tell in the I mean, I have Walker in fantasy and he wasn't putting up the stats that Hutch did. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really hoping that Walker can develop. And that's like with Smith, like you're going to draft him. You're hoping that he's going to develop because the the athletic ability is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, as if you're, t- if it's like Richardson with QB athletic ability off the charts, but can he develop into a quarterback Smith? Will he develop into an NFL rusher? Well, like I was saying too, with different position groups, like with quarterback, like I really don't give a shit about athleticism. Like, yes, being a dual threat quarterback is nice, but just because you're a combine warrior, it doesn't really mean too much. But when you look at a player like edge rusher that, you know, you need to have speed off the edge, that is a little bit more important. I'd say it's, you know, the combine is most important for these defensive edge rushers as opposed to other. Let me ask you this. I mean, do we see his burst or any, any of those? Like, I don't have those stats in front of me, but uh, when have you seen an edge rusher need to run 40 yards? And yeah, but... Uh, his 10-yard split was really quick as well, and his vertical jump and his broad jump. So he does have that um, explosion in, the, the, in terms of the combine. But I would take this to, to jump off, and I think it is a bit strange profile he's got because you think with, his size, but also his elite athleticism. He's going to be like an outside speed rusher kind of guy. But to be honest, I thought I was really disappointed by him as a pass rusher. I thought his biggest strength was his strength and his his, his ability to sort of hold the run game, set the edge. It's amazing. Oh. Like he's such a small guy, and his biggest strength is the the run game. It's just you're stealing so all my notes too. <laughs> That's exactly what I had too. We watched the same player, but he's yeah. So. I think, I wonder if NFL coaches will say, look at this athleticism. He's got a good base with the, in the run game. We can make him into a top pass rusher. And yeah, you mentioned how important it is athleticism for the position. If you could get off quickly and beat the tackle to the spot, then that's half the battle most of the time. So I think I think NFL coaches are going to love him. And I think he's going to go a lot higher than maybe I would pick him. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking at like even top 10. As the Philadelphia Eagles love a, an athletic pass rusher, maybe they'll, um, they, maybe they'll go for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you'll see some some teams in the later end of the latter end of the first round, you know, fifteen to twenty five, who are gonna want to take a swing on a player that shows that potential. And I mean, he has the athleticism to potentially be a a dominant force on defense. But like you said, like I went in thinking like, oh, he's going to be like all speed and suck against the run. But it was the opposite. I was not totally disappointed, but I was underwhelmed by his ability to rush the passer. And I mean, it speaks for itself because you don't have, you know, only what, three and a half sacks in 2021 and then three sacks this past year. So there's not a big sample size. But with that Georgia defense, you have seen guys like Trayvon Walker who don't have the stats to back it up because they were such a good team defense. So I think that he did really, you know, play his role well, and it might not show up on the stat sheet, but if you watch the tape, 
I mean, it's surprising how good against the run he is for somebody of his size. I mean, he can set that edge and shed a blocker. He can, you know, he has a pretty good first step too with that explosive score that he has shown on his RAS score. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that he can win in the NFL. He is definitely a very interesting prospect, but then again, if he isn't able to add some more moves to his pass rushing repertoire, then he could fizzle out just as easy to very boomer bust kind of guy. But, you know, a lot of teams are going to see him and they're going to want to take a swing with one of those later first round picks. It's a very deep edge rushing class, but you know, nobody has the athleticism that he has. He's definitely going to have to translate into like a speed rusher who can, you know, hold his own against the run. And right now he's got to really work on refining his pass rushing technique in order to stand out and stay on the, stay out on the field when, you know, first and second downs around. Otherwise he kind of just looks like a, a third down kind of guy for me in the meantime. And speak of, listened to a lot of interviews of him and um, a lot of his, he's listened to his teammates speak about him. He seems to be a real leader on the field as well. So he's maybe got that sort of intangible side, which teams will fall in love with as well. Mm-hmm. I read that his teammates all went to his birthday party. So there's that. Is that the first thing you look for in a player for him? It's know. important. If they're not going to your birthday, then that's a red flag for sure. I mean, if like Bo Callahan didn't have all of his teammates go to his birthday party, and that's something that, you know, was looked into. So. The one thing that I uh, noticed, though, is he did sit out most of the season recovering from a torn pec. Seems to be all good to go now, but I don't think he benched at the combine. Yeah. Well, look at like TJ Watt, you know. I mean, he came back really nicely, but it's definitely, you know, not a a minor injury by any means. Something to look out for. I mean, nothing like to worry about for the entire career, but might right. just it's impact like player, training camp. It might impact like OTAs and stuff, and it might impact his opportunity to get a chance to, you know, hop right in and get into it, which could be a slower start for him in training camp. But it's just something to look at. Nothing major, though. All right. You guys got anything else to say about any of these guys before we get into our sleepers? The rankings? You want to rank them? Yeah, let's rank them first. What do you got, Ross? Um, so it's very difficult if we're talking about fantasy without a landing spot. Um, but I'll just do it in terms of how, how I rate them for the NFL draft. Um, because I think if you're a good player, you're going to be a good player uh, at defensive end. It's a bit different than if you look at linebacker where we're looking at where they're going to play. Um, in terms of what position they'll play. Um, so, yeah, so I would say Will Anderson, then a big, massive gap. And then I've got, I think I've got Miles Murphy. I'm sort of starting to edge him up a bit. So, like Miles Murphy, then Lucas Van Ness, then Tyree Wilson, and then Nolan Smith. Really? You got Van Ness over Wilson, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I like what I see, and I think some of the, the, the way he plays with leverage is really good, and I think that will translate well to the next level, and you can get on the field early. I just worry Tyree Wilson is a bit of a sort of one-trick pony, and then the one-trick will get found out at the next level, but yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tyler? I have uh, Lucas Van Ness, uh, Nolan Smith. Number one? Uh, Tyree Wilson, Miles Murphy, and then Will Anderson. That's not in reverse, reverse order? In reverse order. 
<laughs> so Will Anderson, Miles Murphy, Tyree Wilson, Nolan yeah, Smith. So Will Anderson, Miles Murphy, Tyree Wilson, Nolan Smith, and then Lucas Van Ness. Okay. I was like, okay, he's crazy. <laughs> no, that's a pretty good order. Well, I'm going to veer a little bit from you guys. Will Anderson is going to be number one, but I don't think it's as big of a gap as maybe you guys think between him and Tyree Wilson. I do. The reason why I do have a little gap, but not as quite as big as you guys is because Will Anderson has a bunch of different ways that he can win a bunch of different ways that he can get around the edge. He can go inside and out. And he has the pass moves in place to be a starter and a contributor for fantasy football right (laughs) off the bat. So he's easily the number one for me, but Tyree Wilson, I mean, he's not far off and I wouldn't be surprised if he turns out to be the better NFL player and the better fantasy player, just that length and the, you know, the bull rush he has the potential, the ceiling that he has. I mean, he's got it all there. He's just got to be coached up and get used to some playing in the NFL as opposed to at Texas tech. So I think there's a lot of potential there. I'm still going to go with miles Murphy at three. And then I'm going to take Lucas Venice because I see him as more of a three down player as Nolan Smith. Now, if Nolan Smith can, you know, add a little bit of size and work on that pass rush, really perfect it and stay the same in the run game. He could absolutely be the best player in this class. I wouldn't be surprised because he has the athleticism to back up. Um, but for the meantime, I'm going to put Lucas Finesse at fourth, and then I'm going to go Nolan Smith last. Ooh. So sleepers, what you got for us, Ross? Who's your guy? So many guys, to be honest with you. Um, so I would, I'll mention a couple just to make sure they get a mention on the pod. Will McDonald, just a pass rusher. Um, I like B.J. Ojolari and I like uh, Isaiah Foskey, but I'll give you a deeper sleeper um, and a guy who just sort of popped off the screen whenever I was watching other players is uh, K.J. Henry, uh, so the, the other Clemson rusher. Hmm. Um, so he's a, he's a senior, he's a bit older, um, and you can definitely see that because he's a lot more refined as a pass rusher than any of the guys we've talked about, outside of Will Anderson, of course. He's got the ability, he's, he gets up the field quickly, and he was the one that was getting double teamed quite a lot last year, um, as opposed to Miles Murphy. So Miles Murphy was one-on-one with a tackle. He was getting double teamed. And he was able to beat those double teams quite a few times. Um, and he, he has the ability to sort of counter as well. So instead of just always going at the outside shoulder, he can step inside and beat them on the inside as well. I really, really like him. Um, it might just be one of those guys who's like, he's got a high floor and he comes to the NFL and doesn't develop more. Um, and I, that's what I'm seeing because I see him as better than a lot of the guys we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But that's probably why, as he, he comes in and he's got a high floor, and I think there's a place for him um, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, KJ Henry is a guy that I have not looked into. I've heard the name, but really haven't he, looked into him too much. So he, I'll have to dig in a little bit more. Just when you when you're watching Trenton Simpson, you're watching Miles Murphy, you see him making plays all the time. So I'm like, I need to look into this guy a little bit more. And yet, I, I love them. Well, that's a good one. It's definitely somebody I haven't dug into, so I'll have to check them out. What do you got for us, Tyler? Well, Russ mentioned him. Tell me all about it. The thing I look at has him, this guy projected third best. And I lost you guys. There we go. Sorry, I'm having a computer issue. Yeah, uh, you mentioned Will uh, Will McDonald. 
and that's who, you know, that's who I'm picking. But uh, he's uh, he 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 was like he produced a lot in college. His numbers were good. Um, he's a big project though, and he needs a lot of work. But he's the type of guy that if he puts it all together and puts in the work, he could have high end success in the NFL. That's basically. That's my sleeper. What college did he go to? Uh, Iowa State. Iowa State. Okay. <laughs> I knew. I just was testing Tyler to see if he wasn't oh, just pulling sorry. it out of his ass. <laughs> I'm just having – so here's what happened with these with my notes is I'm having a really hard time with the carpal tunnel these days because it switches with the weather. So I had my nine-year-old son uh, dictate my notes while I wrote them, like, you know, write them down while I – dictated right whatever right mm-hmm. so i'm having a little trouble reading his writing that's, well, that's all right no will mcdonald's definitely a guy who's been like back at the first round second round conversation um i think he's a lot like nolan smith i haven't watched too much of the tape just yet um but he's definitely a guy who's popped off and and mocks and stuff that i've looked into um He's at the senior bowl, I think as well, but I don't think that he dominated there. Like Andre Carter's another guy out of army that I really like. He's a little bit more raw, but I think he's a little bit more athletic as well. So that's thing, a guy that I, huh, go ahead. I was just going to say the thing about Will McDonald is right now, he's just a pure pass rusher. Like he's, he's terrible against the run. So that's, hmm. uh, yeah, the other thing I was just deciphering my notes here. So he's a bit, he's a bit smaller and thinner, and he's got but he's got long arms. Um, so yeah, he definitely projects as pass rusher at, to begin his career. But hopefully, we'll see if he can develop more. Well, I was thinking outside the box a little bit, and obviously, like defensive tackle, edge, like those bigger guys aren't necessarily aren't always the biggest fantasy football contributors. So. I'm just kind of going with a guy here who has been one of the biggest risers in the entire draft process here. And forgive me if I butcher this, but it's at a Tomawa at a Boware. He's an edge kind of maybe like in the NFL, be playing like defensive tackle out of Northwestern 22 year old senior, not the best team, little bit um, of a smaller guy in terms of height. He's six foot one, 282 pounds. So, I mean, he's definitely a bigger edge kind of guy, but I think that, he is kind of in the same boat as like a Lucas Venice. Like he'll be like a three tech edge kind of guy on uh, like first or second down. He might be on the outside third down. They'll bump him inside to rush the passer. But every step of the process, whether it's the combine or the senior bowl, he has just been a dominant force. I mean, he was one of the best players at the senior bowl, winning like every single rep teammates at the senior bowl. were all praising him, but a 9.7 RAS score. He ran a four, four, nine 40. He's got elite explosion and agility. The only reason that he got dinged is because of his height, but he is kind of like an in-between like defensive tackle edge kind of guy. So you might want to look for somebody fantasy football wise, who's more of like a like a pass rusher, like a smaller kind of guy, like 260 or something like that. But I mean, 
he's got everything there to be a solid NFL player for years to come. I think that he's going to be on the field and he's entering the first round conversation kind of in that like second tier of edge rushers at this point, not a very good uh, team that he was on with Northwestern, but he was still able to dominate. He had five sacks this year, four and a half. The last one really good first step, good bull rush. He doesn't have all the tricks in his basket just yet. Um, but a good solid motor, good pursuit. He's not going to give up on plays and stuff like that. And I think that he is a, a very valuable piece. And I would not be surprised if he goes end of the first beginning of the second round. Yeah, I can definitely see that. He's 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 got the sort of athleticism. I think he's better than uh, Nolan Smith in that regard, just because of his size. Um, and he, like I said, he can move along all, all the D-line. So it'd be interesting to see how an NFL team um get some in and see see where they see him uh, as a player like is it a, a three technique or is it um can he be an outside edge rusher so yeah mm-hmm. interested to see his uh, his journey at the next level yeah a lot of players just have question marks like there's Andre Carters and the Will McDonald's and the BJ Ujilari's and they could be very good but if I want like a surefire like high floor kind of guy that's my pick right there. You know, not a lot of bust potential. I think he's going to be a solid NFL player. He's a little bit discounted right now, but he's been rising up those ranks very quickly. Basically like a guy that wasn't on anyone's radar, like third, fourth, fifth round kind of guy to entering that first round conversation. So when you see guys like that, you see the potential and that others in the NFL are starting to catch on to what he could be at the next level. So. Yeah. I like, I like when guys dominate at the senior bowl as well. Because it's, it's it's and they, they stand out, and I think he was like one of the standout guys. It's trying seems to translate well to NFL production as those guys who you, you look and you see in person, you go wow. Yeah, and that's the thing is the Senior Bowl gets a bad rap, and like I never watched the actual Senior Bowl game, but when you're talking about those one on one drills and what they do in practice, and if coaches are hyping them up as a you know a that kind of guy. That is something that stands out to me that has recently translated into NFL success. You see guys who were never on the radar at all kind of blow up at the senior bowl. And that's kind of a chance for them to showcase their skills. And he has taken full advantage of every single chance that he's been given throughout this draft process. So keep an eye on him at a Boare at a Northwestern. But I just, I just noticed that you, you say guy a lot. And do I? Yeah, when you're talking about these prospects, you say guy a lot. And I, I just don't think in this day and age that it's fair that we assume gender. Oh, well, that is my bad. There hasn't been he a single female a in the NFL, team. but yeah, yeah he is a football player. I'll, I'll work on it. Please, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should be more inclusive, you know. I Yeah, I definitely should. That That's my mistake, Tyler. I will apologize to you for not asking for Adetome Adebaware's pronouns before I started speaking about the football player. Right. We need to know pronouns. That's yes. a big thing in the world today. So I'll I'll start adding those into my notes going forward um, if that's okay with you. Maybe we I can cut that part, Ross. So pronouns. the rest of what Yeah. Maybe cut that part so the rest of what roster wars doesn't see my bigoted side if you could. Oh no. Come on, it's funny. You gotta keep it. <laughs> so joking. uh anyways, um you mentioned that you hope that Detroit got Will Anderson. That'd be, be pretty nice. special to have Anderson and Hutch. Well, that defense. I don't know. Detroit's draft for me is uh, 
I mean, there's definitely a chance. I'm not counting on it by any means, but if Tyree Wilson goes to the Cardinals and a lot of people are saying he could and four quarterbacks go, he's right there. So it's not like saying we're picking at 30, like, oh, I hope that Will Anderson drops. Like, we're right there. And there's a chance, from what I heard, that Detroit would consider moving into that third pick with the Cardinals. Imagine this. Imagine this on defense. Hutch, Anderson, Rodriguez, and Anzalone. Anzalone, dude, you got me sold right there, man. Like, did you see that Twitter thing I sent you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, so the, I don't know if you've seen the second part. Uh, I said to the, the guy told me to get uh, more shares of Anzalone because it seems like Wagner keeps blocking everybody I, I have high hopes for, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jones and, and Bush. And and then I said, I loathe Anzalone. And this guy nicknamed him uh, Loathe Loza Aloni. <laughs> Loza Aloni. I was like, that's perfect. I mean, uh, it would be very nice, but I think that Edge is probably Detroit's deepest position right now. So as much as I'd like to fill another need, we're set up to go best player available. So Will Anderson, in my opinion, is you know the, the best defensive prospect at this point outside of quarterback, but I'm starting to come around oh. on Detroit taking a QB as well. Yeah. As long as they don't take a QB, I'm happy. They might. We don't have any. We have Nate Sudfeld as backup, and all offseason they've been saying we need to address backup quarterback. We need to address backup quarterback. We need to address backup quarterback. So I think that Hendon Hooker in the second is kind of the floor. I don't see us grabbing a guy like a Tanner McKee or a Aiden O'Connell. I think that we're going to be getting one of those top five guys at some point, even it's if we trade up from 18, maybe. Yeah, Jared's going to make a great but... backup QB. He'll still be the starter, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be totally shocked if they did decide to go quarterback this year. Yeah, hey, Jared Goff Seattle. is better than any Jets quarterback that they have. I agree. Just just give it a few weeks. Just give it a few weeks, and then he'll uh, still be better than Aaron Rodgers. That's true. That is very true. I can finally shift all my hatred from uh, the Packers fans and Aaron Rodgers to you, Ross. So we're going to be mortal enemies once that trade's official here. We should be brothers in arms. We've we've been bad teams for a very long time. We need we need yeah. some support. I'm definitely a Jets sympathizer. When I was a little kid, I did like the Jets, and I remember there was like some drawing that I had that I drew a jet in the clouds, and I said the Jets will win the Super Bowl if they can get a kicker. I don't even know what year that was or why I thought that, but yeah, for whatever reason, I was like, yep, all they need is a kicker and they're Super Bowl bound. Boy, We've was I wrong. No, Nick Falk, let drafting. him go. All right, guys. Well, let's end it right there. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week. We got a couple more position groups to go, only a month until the draft, so we'll be finishing it off. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed and we'll see you next time. See you later. See ya.